It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. It's 104.9 The Morning X. Kev here. An installment in the Shock Doc series on Discovery Plus just started streaming earlier this week, or last week, I should say, Alien Invasion Hudson Valley, uh, about the investigation of some alien phenomenon in Hudson Valley, New York. Mark D'Antonio is an astronomy expert, a radio host, and part of that investigation and the documentary. Mark, welcome to The Morning X. Hey, thanks, man. How you doing, Kevin? <laughs> I'm happy to have you on board. I'm a little bit sad that we only get about eight minutes here because we could open a whole can of worms with this topic, couldn't we? Worms? Um, you're, you're talking about major cans of worms. This, <laughs> this, this house is replete with cases for over 100 years. And, you know, there's been 3,000 in the last 10 years. And it, it just doesn't seem to end. And the people were very, very shy at first about talking to us. Because, you know, they've seen it all, right? Oh, they're going to come in. They're going to sensationalize, blah, blah, blah. Sure. It's happened before to these folks, you know. But we went in there and said, listen, we're investigators. You know, and we're here to investigate. We're trying to get you answers. That's why we're here. And they opened up to us. And you should have seen this town hall. We had a lot of people from the town of Pine Bush, New York, the little hamlet of Crawford, New York. Uh And these people were all talking and telling us. One guy started it off. He said, well, you know, I had this really strange experience. And he he related. And this is a guy who's a bigwig at the town. Everyone's looking at him dumbfounded. And then it was like the floodgates opened. That happened to you? Yeah, that happened to me. You know, I, I had the same kind of thing happen to me. You too? And it was that way the whole time. It was like a, a, a like a, a floodgates had opened. Everybody's saying, "Yeah, me too, me too." Yeah, this happened to me in '95. This happened, and it went on and on. And we're standing there. You no, know, Ben Hansen, myself, and Melissa Tittle were all standing there, listening, looking at each other, going, "What's happening here?" It's like the people are now just exploding with things that, that happened to them. And this is in just Pine Bush, New York. So in the documentary, you and the the team of experts you mentioned, you go around to those people and you kind of investigate their specific claims? Yeah, that's correct. And, you know, we, you know, being an astronomer, I I bring science to bear. And Ben is also a science guy. Melissa is a journalist. And we bring the science to bear to try and determine through scientific analysis what's really going on. Because too many times there's no science involved and people just listen to stories and say, ooh, ah. Yeah, you know, sure. And Ben Hansen and Melissa and I uh, were wondering what the heck was going on. These people are opening up to us. They're saying things that they've never said to each other. And every eye was as wide as you could possibly. Wide as saucers, no pun intended. Okay. <laughs> sure. And these folks were like, "Wow, you know, I had no idea, man." And then I was like, "I had no idea either." It's like, "Whoa!" So it that was the first part of it, and that was one of the first things we did. And we came out of there, and you know what? The three of us didn't talk probably for, uh, I'd say, probably a half hour. We just sat in silence in the car driving back and then started with, I I can't believe what we heard tonight. You know, I know we're skeptics. We're we're skeptics, but but open-minded. Right. It really is happening. Something is happening that is just beyond our understanding. And so your job was kind of to take a look at it from a scientific approach to tell if something did happen, kind of like uh, if there were visits here or, or whatever, there might be scientific kind of forensic evidence that they were here. That's right. And, you know, we had behavioral people who recognize if someone's not telling us the truth, they uh-huh. know the tell the ticks and the movements that people make and the, the covers and, and the way that people move their arms and stuff. And we're all somewhat well-versed in that. I've done a lot of work for the Navy. I've probably taken more polygraphs than any human ever has to. I know what the tells are from my perspective, limited. We're not going into this blind. We're not just going in there with as wide-eyed believers. We're going in this as skeptics to find out what's happening. Right. True investigation, you know. We don't rush all the way to extraterrestrial life, but the inevitable path led us to extraterrestrial life, you know, in a sense, because it was, what else could it be? You know, is it a black project? Is it, is it, they're all, are they all, it's a mass delusion over, over like 20 years? They've all had separate Mm -hmm. mass delusions. Well, that's ridiculous, you know. 
Yeah. So we started going down the path of looking at their genetics to see if maybe something in their genes uh, was uh, causing this. I bet I know what it is. So it, it, was, it was just a, a real eye-opening experience. Now, I went into... I'm know, sorry, Mark. Were, were these people, some of these people claiming they were abducted or they had just seen uh, things in the sky, flybys, things like that, or like in their home? All three. Wow. Creatures come in and, and terrorizing her. It didn't matter if you changed the locks and the doors, which they did, or, or locked the windows, which they did. They somehow got in. There's rooms in some of the, the some of these places, some of these homes, where they won't go because that's where many of these things happen. Their own home. <laughs> it's yeah. Home. They go in certain. I mean, who would do that? I'm not going in that room. It's your house. I'm not going in that room. What would drive someone to do that? Something terrifying happens to them. Right. No, Don't and, smoke crack. And that's why we're there. We're trying to figure that out. And the people of Hudson Valley need answers. And that's the kind of thing that we're trying to give them. The Pentagon recently released supposedly what is everything they know about UFOs. Was there anything in there that you didn't already know? I assume you looked at it. Oh, I absolutely read that and, and devoured it. You know, I read the whole report and um, it wasn't much of a report, actually. And <laughs> that's uh, what I hear. They have all these categories for what things could be, right? And some of those categories make sense. You know, a military operation, you know, a foreign military operation on American soil, airborne clutter, you know, things flying in the sky, Chinese lanterns, drones, things like that. And then one of the categories is other. <laughs> and it's like, there's a cop out. Others, what we all want to know about. Right. And the <laughs> others, we can't explain. But wait, that's what the report's supposed to be about. Right. And it was about that. So it really, it was like, Argh. I should have known this was going to be some bullshit. So it's like, they attacked it without actually admitting anything. They they stated it without actually stating anything. So <laughs> they sound like well trained politicians to me. Yeah, it was a release. Okay, this was definitely an admission. Something different had happened here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so knowing that and saying that was actually very good to hear that. But they didn't actually admit that anything was a uh, true unknown. No revelations of, yes, there's an Area 51, yes, Roswell was real, none, none of that stuff we were kind of hoping for. Yeah, I know, and you know what the thing is? Roswell was one of these, it's so far away in the past, you know, 1940. Right. So, and there was other, there, there was, you know, potential crashes elsewhere in New Mexico, and, you know, we have the Socorro crash, possibly, and others. But the thing is, those are so far in the past, we're never going to get the answer. We're never going to get the answer. And even if we did, we would believe that maybe somebody could have generated this, this answer. They do these hoaxes, and you know, we see these all the time. And we're actually pretty darn good at detecting the, the hoaxes, you know. And so we know when someone's, you know, we... we suspect, I should say, when someone's not telling us the truth. Uh, and uh, well, I'm sorry, we're on with Mark D'Antonio. We are running out of time, but I like to close these uh, uh, types of conversations with uh, the same question, which is, have you yourself in all of your studies ever seen anything in person that was convincing to you? I, I had two things or so, I mean, maybe more if I think about it, that happened to me that I cannot explain. I'm a science guy, and these things don't happen to me right. until they do. I had missing time, a whole day lost, you know? Uh, and I, and the circumstances were a, a school trip and I had my same bag lunch in my lap that I had when I got there in the morning. Uh, can, yeah, I, can I, I ask had, how old you were? I was about, uh, I think I was 10 actually at the time. Okay. So it wasn't an alcoholic blackout that caused you to lose an entire day. No. And when I came home, I had seizures, uh, when I was playing out in a field next to the house okay. and they had the hospital and the doctors had no idea why I had a seizure. I remember the seizure very, very, uh, clearly. So yeah. So that's one thing. I mean, I had other things happen too, which were just very, uh, you know, frightening. I had an incursion, I think, into my home where something shoved something up into my sinus cavity. Ooh. I was well aware of it. I couldn't do anything about it. 
I couldn't move my eyes. I couldn't move my head, but I was wide awake. Oh, my God. And terrified. Yeah. And then it turned out that there was something shoved up there, and that surgeon removed it and said, wow, I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, and he said, how'd this happen? And I kind of explained that it was a weird thing where I saw somebody, something, shove something up my sinus at three in the morning or so. Yeah, that sounds like something that totally happened. Well, he goes, I'm sure it is an alien. And I go, no, 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 you know. <laughs> Took it out, and it was the size of two of my thumbs stacked together. A concrete dildo. And it came out of one of my nostrils. You know, it was like that movie Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, sure. How do, you, how do you forget <laughs> that? <laughs> I get it out. You know? <laughs> there it is. Another white guy doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Who would have thought? Uh, a week later, when I called to get the results of the pathology report, uh, the surgeon sheepishly told me that uh, it's lost and nobody knows where it is. And they can't find the sample anymore. It's gone from the hospital. Yeah, yeah, of course they couldn't. Uh, the documentary is Shock Docs, Alien Invasion, Hudson Valley, streaming now on Discovery+. Plus. Mark D'Antonio, where we can find you online? I'm at www.fxmodels.com, and you can find me at SkyTour Livestream with Mark D'Antonio. That's SkyTour, one word, livestream, one word. And that's on YouTube, and we do nightly uh, observatory uh, runs for people. Uh, it's all online, it's all free, and we show people the universe. All right, Mark. Well, I appreciate your time today. Appreciate uh, you jumping on and uh, chatting with us. Absolutely. Hey, thanks. Great talk to you, Kevin. 1049 The Morning X. 1049 The X. This is how ridiculously hard it is to get a job in this country. A bunch of studies show that it's hard to get ahead at work if you're not so good looking. Hot people tend to be hired more, get better performance reviews, and make more money. But a new study at the University of Buffalo found there's a trick that can help people who are not as fortunate in the looks department. They say all you got to do is stand like Superman. Yeah. Some researchers held some mock job interviews and evaluated people on how effective their job pitches were. In the first round, managers viewed the good-looking people as more hireable, partly because they were more attractive, but also because they were more confident. For the second phase, they had the less attractive group, the Uggos, go up and do their pitch in a power stance, feet shoulder-width apart, hands on hips, chest out, chin up, the way Superman poses. And that basically evened the playing field. Luckily, <laughs> standing like an overly confident weirdo isn't the only thing that works. No matter how attractive you are, they say that anything makes you feel more powerful helps. So maybe giving yourself a pep talk or visual, visualizing success also works. Maybe crank one out before the interview. Whatever makes you feel good. It's Kev. So what do you think of a character like that? On 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. Let's check the weird news wire. Crazy things that have been going on or offbeat things or things we wouldn't have expected like aggressive cows. They forced the closure of popular beaches in France. <laughs> Dickhead cows out there, everybody. On the island of Corsica, there's a new cow population of over 15,000. Some of them have become increasingly problematic as reports of the cattle stalking their claim, or staking their claim, not stalking, on local beaches. The result has been beachgoers getting gored or even sent to the hospital. <laughs> hey, at least you got a story that you can one-up people with. Oh, yeah? I got gored in the beehole by a cow on the beach. Yeah, you could, you could win a lot of storytelling contests that way. Uh, a guy claimed the Powerball jackpot one day before it expired. South Dennis, Massachusetts, Leonard Thomas. Uh, he had purchased a Powerball ticket, ended up being worth $500,000. Well, that's not a big jackpot, so who cares? Why is that even on this list of stories? Joey. Joey. Do better. 
I told you about the new guy floating on a log earlier uh, for tool of the day, but uh, cops posted a lost and found notice for a bag of meth <laughs> and a meth pipe left behind. Cops in Fullerton, California, hoping to reacquaint a lost bag of meth with its owner. On their official Facebook page, a lost and found post was shared showing a picture of a bag of meth and a pipe that were located in a golf cart at a local golf course. You know, when you think about meth heads, you don't think about golfers. I mean, golfers are typically, you know, like richer people, aren't they? Like just like guys, older guys usually. You know, a lot of I know I know a lot of ladies golf. That's not what I'm trying to say here. But if I look out at the Sandy Hollow Golf Course right next to the radio station here, not a lot of meth heads out there. <laughs> in the post, they asked the owner to contact them, as they're sure the person is upset at leaving their property behind and would surely like it back. So far, no word on anybody willing to claim the goods. And if they do, you could bet they'll be in our tool of the day. At some point in their lives. It's 1049 The Morning X. That's a weird newswire. It's Kev. Love that guy. On 1049. Lock in. The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. It is Kev. And uh, we're partying like a rock star on a Monday. 815-874-2104. If you'd love to party with any rock star, living or dead, who would it be? Hi, you're on The Morning X. Hi, you said who would you party with past the present? Yeah. It would be Tom Petty. Why Tom Petty? He would be fun to party with. The uh-huh. songs that he has out, it's like he puts himself into it. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the only thing that Tom Petty put himself into over the span of his career, but I appreciate the call. Hi, the morning acts. Who would you party with? Since I can't party with Janis Joplin, it would have to be Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. Uh, thank you very much for that call. Could we get like a rock star that maybe we play on this radio station once in a while? You know, like uh, maybe you want to party with James Hetfield or maybe Cliff Burton from Metallica. Uh, let's go to this call here on line two. You're on the morning X. Ronnie Van Zandt. I think he'd be just a cool guy just to hang up with, smoke some pot, drink some beer, and maybe a couple shots of Jim Beam with Jack Daniels. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he would, but we do not play him on this station. I'm looking for calls. Uh, would you party with a rock star that we play on this? This station on 104.9 The X. Do you listen to the radio station that you're listening to right now? Uh, who would you party with? It'd be Jim Morrison. Come on! I just love their music, <laughs> the way he sings. And But if you listen to his music and if you're stoned, it all comes together. It's just like, he's just a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a real cool guy. I'm sure, I'm sure he's such a cool guy you want to party with him. All right, I'm going to give this one more chance. We don't get a rock star who you'd like to party with that is on this station that we're ending this bit right now. Uh, hi, you're on the Morning X. My brother, dude, his wife used to work at the Sheraton. She was there. She called up and said, Willie Nelson is staying up here. Come up here. He went up there, hung out with him all day long that day, talked, partied, you know, whatever. The next day, he called me up and said, you got 30 minutes to get here. I got there. I knocked on the door. When he opened the door to the bus... I took two steps up onto the bus. He handed me something. A concrete dildo. And me and that cat talked from everything from Johnny Cash to Jerry Garcia to everything while uh, him and my brother were playing Nintendo, PlayStation, something. They've been talking with my brother. My brother's been talking back and forth with them. And when he comes back into town, he's supposed to call. He calls uh, every time they come into town, they call. Okay, okay. you named about four rock stars in that sentence, and I still didn't hear one that we play on this station. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and bail on this. It's Kev. No moral sense. On 104.9. Oh, God, here we go again. Dork alert. The Morning X. I'd like to cleanse your palate of all the crappy news that you've heard over the past few days, over the past week. A lot of garbage going on in the world, and uh, we just like to wipe the slate clean and get you some happy news stories from around the country and the world. 
Start in Texas, where a former high school football player was paralyzed during a game in 2009, which doesn't sound like a good news story. But with the help of an exosuit, he was able to walk across the stage to get his college diploma last week. So I think we owe him a big round of applause. A woman in Montana who was missing in the wilderness for four days was found last week and got herself rescued by taking her pants off and waving them around when she saw a helicopter overhead. I mean, it's got to be really hard to get a helicopter to see you in the wilderness. So she must have had some bright colored pants on. Once they spotted her, she panicked, though, because she didn't think she'd be able to get her pants back on before they landed. (laughs) Well, good for her. I'm glad she was found. A U.S. veteran buying groceries in a store in Massachusetts turned out to be $3 short, so he was going to put something back. But his cashier pulled three bucks out of his own wallet to help him out. Then a random customer handed the cashier 20 bucks and told him to use it on groceries for another veteran in the future. That is people helping people. We're going to applaud that too. Love it. Speaking of money, you might have some money coming to you. Michael Frericks, the Illinois State Treasurer, sends out an e-newsletter every month. And in August, he talked about how they returned $226 million in lost and misplaced money to an estimated 174,000 people last year, despite going through a global pandemic and the economy struggling. If you want to find out if you have money coming to you, there is a link at rockrivercurrent.com where you can see all kinds of positive news stories from our own backyard. That is your weekly dose of good news. 1049, The Morning X. Portions of this program have been edited for stupidity. Come one, come all, do a beautiful show. It's gonna be awesome and dumb other stuff. Initiate sequence. And now, your journey is just beginning. We're on in 10 seconds, so get ready to have a good time. Five, four, three, two, S. What the f? The Morning X. What's up, homies? 706-1049 The Morning X, powered by Expert Electronics, your car audio and tent headquarters. What's going on in I-39 northbound? I drive here from Rochelle every morning, and there is a stink. There's like a five-mile stretch where there is just stink, and I cannot identify the smell. Smells like... It smells like there was roadkill that had been sitting there for like three days in the hot sun, and then another animal came along and ate that roadkill, and then got hit by a car and died and became roadkill itself. It's like double roadkill. Not quite sure what the stench is, but it's a little bit disheartening on the way in. Hey, Tim, what's going on, man? Hey, I think that smell you're smelling is uh, from the dump from off of 251. I think it's a methane smell. Yeah, you know, that's probably accurate. Although I think my description more accurately described it. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that, brother. So. <laughs> well, I appreciate that input, and uh, yeah, I hope it's not what I said it was. It, it makes more sense that it is a garbage dump, but I mean, some days it is really strong. Like, I, all my windows rolled up, still coming through real bad. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nasty, especially being off uh, 39 off of 251 that far away. So Yeah, and that's, you know, being down in Rochelle, that's exactly where I am. You know, like, I, it's definitely in my path. Nice. All right, man. All right, cool, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. Seriously, that smells real bad. It smells like if, if a zombie had diarrhea. That's what that smell smells like to me. It could be a garbage dump, but really, it's like it's like there was an E. coli breakout on The Walking Dead. That's really what it smells like. Hi, The Morning X. Yeah, that 
smells the Orchard Hills landfill down in Mavis Junction. Yeah, yeah, he was just saying that. It was the one off of 251, right? Hell yeah, that, that's what you're smelling. <laughs> are you so, sure that Are you I, sure that it's not a uh, diarrhea breakout from The Walking Dead? Are you sure that's not what it is? <laughs> Positive, man. I'm just driving down 72, and I know I smell it every day. So <laughs> just thought I'd share it. Are you, are you sure King Kong didn't have a bowel movement somewhere over there? Positive, man. I'll talk to you later. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Well, lots of theories, but I guess it's a garbage dump. Corn tickets coming up on the Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev, and uh, I don't know how the Wienermobile makes the news every single year. It just does. And it's not It's not like it's, it's looking for drivers anymore. It's usually a big news story when they're looking for drivers for the Wienermobile. But this time, they're participating in Lyft. Anybody who orders a Lyft in uh, New York, L.A., or Chicago, or Atlanta this week, you can get picked up by the Wienermobile instead of a Lyft driver. You have to you have to order a Lyft XL. Lyft and Oscar Mayer partnering for that. It's totally random, so you can't reserve it. You can't request the Wienermobile, which is kind of a bummer. Because I think uh, I think we all want to ride in a Lyft in the shape of a, a giant Johnson. Thank you for the delayed reaction on that, Joey Dick. Everybody wants to get a lift and get picked up by... Big old Mr. Kanish! <laughs> I think that would be a surprise if you ordered a lift. You're waiting for, like, an Escalade to show up, and uh, something comes along that looks like somebody's huge... <laughs> ...in a bun, you know? Uh, I don't know if it's going to cost any extra, because that would suck. I definitely don't want to pay extra money so that I can I can ride in a in a giant dingus. All right, I think that bit has run its course. It's 1049 The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. Very good things happening this weekend in the Rockford region, including uh, what this gentleman has going on is Kiefer Simpson. Welcome. Hey, nice. thanks for having me. Kiefer, you are the CEO uh, COO of the uh, Fred Van Vliet shop yes, here in Rockford. Yes, indeed. Uh, so I guess uh, let's start there. You have an event coming up. We'll get to that. First, uh, how did you get involved with that? Well, I mean, been knowing Fred since sixth grade. Uh, played basketball together our whole life. So just that connection, you know what I mean? Best and friend. You, so. And you could beat him, right? Now, I mean, it'd probably be tough, but back then for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you beat him in a three-point contest anyway? Yeah, well, we'll see. We can see about that one. <laughs> so, so you went to school with Fred. You know him personally. Yep, yep. All right. And did you open the shop yourself? No, it was his idea. It oh, was his did. idea. Yeah, okay. yeah. But he just wanted to keep it, in, you know, keep it close, keep it in a circle. So yeah. that's great. So COO, Chief Operating Officer. Yes, indeed. It's a big deal. Yeah. And Fred comes to town once in a while and make sure you're you're uh, yeah, keeping or, the floors clean. <laughs> or like during the season, he's always always on the phone, making sure things are running smooth, sending something. Hey, you know, giving ideas. So it's it's just nice to still have him like you know involved. You yeah. know, he got a lot going on over there, so that's pretty nice. And you have local employees too. Yeah, yep. It's all it's all best friend and family. That's great. So yep. when the boss is coming in, when when Fred's coming into town, it's like, all right, everybody, you better be on your game, right? Lace them shoes up. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so. Uh, You've got a big event going on. This is uh, you've you've done this every year for like four years, right? It's the uh, well, it's so it would have been four, but COVID ah, uh, last right. year. Um, but so so we just it's the third one. It's the backpack giveaway. Uh, it's going to be on Saturday from one to four at the uh, Auburn Fieldhouse, and we're going to give away five hundred backpacks that's filled with color pencils, pencils, markers, notebooks, custom folder. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, lots of supplies great. last. Always need for for school supplies for sure. Yeah, I mean, school is right around the corner, you know. So, and uh, this this event actually gets a lot of traction, right? I mean, you guys you guys give away a lot of a lot of backpacks. Yeah, like each year we we grown. So the first year was about one hundred fifty two hundred had people waiting. All right, all right. Next year we got a <laughs> next year it was about three hundred. So like people waiting. All right, this year it's five hundred. So like I'm we sure. I mean, I'm sure still gonna be people waiting, but five hundred is a lot. Yeah, and it if is. it's still people waiting this year, all right, next year we got to just do a thousand just to get, you know, just to get there. Yeah, hey Fred, we're gonna need a bigger storage unit for all these backpacks, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, that's cool. Uh, and, and does Fred usually show up to these things? Yeah, yeah, he show up for a little bit, you know, because you know, people want to get pictures. You know, he's always for that, so he pop great. in probably like thirty minutes to an hour. You get your bag if you're there, you get a picture. He probably sign it, and then that goes to Friday, which he's gonna be at the shop at the FEV shop. So oh, he's gonna, yeah, so he's gonna be it's gonna be like a little meet and greet. Um, you can purchase him out the shop and get it signed. You can take pictures, so he'll probably be there from from for about an hour from six thirty to seven thirty on Friday. And again, what are the hours for the backpack event? On one Saturday? to four. One to four. One okay. to four. And that's yep. at the Auburn Field House. Auburn Field House. Auburn High School. Uh, Fred's alma mater, yep. of course. And, yep. you, and you went to school there with him. Well, I went there into my sophomore year, into my sophomore year, and then I transferred and I uh, graduated from Guilford because for, because Fred was too good, making you look bad. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had to get out of there. <laughs> Well, that's 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 very cool. So, uh, where's the shop located? Uh, Three twenty eight East State Street, downtown Rockford. And we can find you online where? At VV Shop. All right. Well, go find all the details there and uh, join them Saturday for the backpack event. And like you said, Fred's going to be in town. Uh, he'll be at the shop on Friday. Uh, Kiefer of the Fred Van Vliet Shop. Thank you so much for stopping Thanks by. Thanks for man. having Appreciate me again, that. Man. And uh, you can come by anytime. Anytime. You're, yes, I will. Actually, stop right there because speaking of anytime. You have another thing coming up as well. Uh, uh, I understand there's a turkey drop or a turkey giveaway. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, so, yeah. I almost pressed the button, too. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad yeah, I didn't. No, so that's just another annual thing that we do. Um, first, uh, the week before Thanksgiving, we always give out turkeys. And uh, last year was held at the BMO, and it was during COVID, so we had to figure a way, you know, to make it. Yeah, protocol. So we just did a drive by. Uh, we had the the um, the garage open. People drove by in their car. We gave them the turkey right, and they That's kept great. it on. So how old are you, Kiefer? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. You, are you familiar with the uh, television show WKRP in Cincinnati? No. Old sitcom about about radio from like the seventies. And there was an episode of that show where they did the Thanksgiving turkey drop. And what they did was that they dropped turkeys from a helicopter. Oh my god! <laughs> and found out what a horrible idea that was. Yeah, I'm sure as that's it was horrible. happening. So you're not you're not dropping these. No, out no, no, no. We can't do that. Nah, anything like that. Okay, nah. we don't want, we don't want to crush anybody. Now we want to help people. <laughs> uh, okay, well now we can, now we can wrap it up. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks, and of man. course, Thanks yeah. And, uh, when we get close to the Thanksgiving event, we'll, we'll bring you back in. Okay, yeah, for sure. I understand you're going to go visit my enemies down the hallway <laughs> uh, once again. So when you're in with them, I'm stealing you again. Thank All you very cool, much, Kiefer. Appreciate no, it. No, thank you. It's Kev. So what do you think of a character like that? On 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. Real Rock Report. It is The Morning X with The Real Rock Report. Powered by Oscars Club and Grill and Jack's Pub. Here's Lou. We're Kim Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones, dead at the age of 80. Probably the one stone that nobody had in the death pool to go first. I Nope, he wouldn't have been my first choice. I, I agree. He didn't seem like the one that was going to be the first one out, but he was. Uh, they released a statement saying, It's with immense sadness we announced the death of our beloved Charlie Watts, a cherished husband, father, and grandfather, one of the greatest drummers of his generation. Now, the band announced... Uh, earlier this month that he wouldn't be taking part in the Stones fall tour because he's recovering from a recent medical procedure. Watts did select Steve Jordan, though, a member of Keith Richards' band, the expensive winos, to replace him for that tour. So he kind of handpicked his successor to a degree. 
Okay. Spencer Eldon, he was the guy who was the baby swimming on the cover of the Nirvana Nevermind album. He's now suing Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic, and the Kurt Cobain estate. TMZ reports that Eldon claims he could not consent to his image being used on the album art because he was only four months old, and his legal guardians didn't consent to it either. Eldon claims the cover image is child pornography, and that the band didn't fulfill a promise to cover his genitals with a sticker. Eldon is seeking at least $150,000 in damages. However... Eldon has not had a problem in celebrating the album's cover before. He recreated the shot for the album's 15th and 25th anniversaries. And in 2008, he did an interview where he claimed the shoot only took 15 minutes and his parents, not legal guardians, were paid 200 bucks for it. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen him do like publicity for that. I, I know. I know. And also, dude, you're asking for $150,000. <laughs> okay, here it is. Go away. He ran out of appearance money. That's what uh, happened. Honestly, it's, uh, I mean, at this point, it seems a little ridiculous, but I guess this is going to go forward as a fight. Metallica released another live performance clip from the Black Album box set due out September 10th. This time, it's a version of Wherever I May Roam recorded in Brazil in 1993. Watch it now on the X's Facebook page. Natural Rock Report, powered by Oscars Pub and Grill on East State and Jack's Pub on North Perryville, both open at 11 a.m. I'll set you up with 4 50 Captain Morgan, Tito's, Jameson, and Screwball every day, plus 350 House Wines and Happy Hour Specials on apps every weekday, 4 to 6. I don't know what he's so embarrassed about anyway. For a baby, he was packing. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, look. It's one of the most iconic album covers in history, and the guy has owned it up to this point. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't have a point about should the kid have a sticker on it. Looking back, yes. And granted, we're in a completely different world than we were when that came out. Sure. But... You've embraced it pretty strongly to this point. Yeah, it's a high pretty pretty hard and, yeah. pivot here, dude. Doing doing selfies and all that stuff. Yeah, so I don't it, know. It's a money grab. Is all it is. It seems like it's a money grab, and I have the feeling that uh, you know any any judge is going to look at this and go, "Well, you endorsed it, you've recreated it, and you never had a problem with it before." Honestly, I don't know what label Nirvana is that the album is on necessarily, but my guess is wasn't that sub pop back then? Perhaps. Yeah. Or whoever's responsible, my guess is one hundred fifty thousand. They're just gonna settle. Oh I, yeah, they'll just uh, settle. They'll be like, fine, just give it to them. You Great. know, we, you know, it's it's not like it's millions and millions. Just give it to them. We don't need this trouble. No, I agree. I mean, even Courtney Love could come up with one hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> right. Here, go cover your giant wang with some of this money. Hey, go buy some stickers. Yeah, <laughs> go put it on all the album Give covers. Give me a break. I agree. What I happened? Feel like this I mean, was did, a stretch. did the guy all of a sudden find Jesus or something, and now he's feeling morally wrong about his nude photo shoot? I, it doesn't say that. It says that. It, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's no talk of like I've you know had a change of morality or anything like that to insinuate that the guy's just changed his perception on the world. It sounds like, well, this is inappropriate. You never pay me what yeah. I what I feel like I should get for it. And is it his word against against theirs as far as his parents being there? I mean, there's are his parents around i don't know i don't know if they're still alive to say yeah we were there i mean uh, yeah it sounds sounds fishy to me that's all i'm saying that's all i'm gonna say yeah about i that. agree that guy's a tool you're a tool tool of the day tool of the day powered by retool of rockford they buy sell and trade tools on east state street next to Chuck E. cheese and we make fun of tools today it is a 19 year old woman named jashanti pleasant in kenosha wisconsin not very far from our own backyard She's in trouble after using a laser light to play with her cat. We've all done that, right? You point the laser, the cat chases it. It's a ton of fun, right? You made the cat run up walls. It's a blast. Only problem was this laser 
was the sight of a 9mm handgun, and while doing it, she accidentally shot her friend James in the leg. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I mean, talk about the worst possible thing that could happen in that situation. Very, very dumb. Um, she claimed that she didn't know the gun was loaded. Witnesses say she had been drinking a lot of brandy. And now James might go to jail because this was his gun and he is already facing felony gun charges in a gang-related shooting earlier this year. So she got her friend, who she shot, in even more trouble. No, you are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Don't be a tool like Jashanti Pleasant here, but if you need the right tool for your job, check out Retool of Rockford on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, sell, and trade tools. Go in, see Dave, or visit rockfordretool.com. We interrupt this program to increase dramatic tension. 104.9. Say it! Say it! The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. Is Cab joined now by Dan from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. How you been since last week? I've been uh, pretty good. Sweaty? Yes, sweaty? it's yeah. a little sweaty. It's a, it's a hot walk from the uh, the office to the parking lot, but after that, a little sweaty. <laughs> nice air conditioning building. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're spoiled. <laughs> well, actually, here, if it gets even a little bit colder than it is right now, it would be like a refrigerator in this room. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what it is. The AC is like super cranked, which is why it feels good in here right now. Uh, but otherwise, we're either sweating, melting in here, or it's like I got to wear layers yeah. or I'm cutting glass through the shirt, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, so uh, you were here to talk about what's going on in the Rockford region. You got some events you can uh, go out to this weekend. Yeah. So um, this one's more of a, uh, if you're into uh, taking profession, having professional photos taken of yourself. So um, usually out at Anderson Japanese Gardens, you have to pay a, uh, a fee to have a um, professional photographer come in. But they're waiving that fee um, only on Wednesday nights at from 5 to 7. So it started last night, but then it runs through um, September 8th. Will they do boudoir photos? I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> oh, you know what a boudoir photo is? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a fancy word for bedroom photos. Okay. Does that, does that clarify okay, a little it more? It does. It does. I mean, maybe if you uh, if you set all that up. Will they do tasteful nudes? I I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking. You don't you don't get the things you don't ask for. So yeah. I, you know, I just throw it out there, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I wouldn't ask for that. Not there. There are better photographers for for that kind of thing, and I don't think that's what these people do. Right? Yeah. Maybe maybe just more for uh, engagement or uh, or you know. Oh, that's newborn. what Oh, that's what they're going for. Right, right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, then up in South Beloit, they have the uh, fire department corn boil. So go get some really good sweet corn, enjoy some live music, food, drinks, and games. And then the the highlight of the evening is a fireworks display at night. That's what I like about this time of year is the corn starts coming around. Yeah, there's uh, lots of good. I see all the sweet corn stands everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Got to hit them all. Is Is there a favorite one in Rockford, do you think? The uh, place where you get the good corn. Yeah, I I don't know. I just uh, just moved to my neighborhood there in Roscoe Rockton, so I hit up the the small ones around there. Oh, speaking of corn, we're giving away tickets to corn and stain at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater in Tinley Park later on in the show. There you um, go. Just just to put that out there, just to keep you listening. All, all things corn connection. <laughs> that's right. That's corn with a K. <laughs> yeah. Um, then uh, we have the uh, the Fab Four Beatles tribute. So um, yes. I heard they're, heard they're pretty impressive. So they do um, some costume changes. They sound pretty similar. I've heard that they actually look 
like the Beatles. Okay, that's that's another plus, you know. So like, I, I don't know if they got like facial surgery, or are they really good like prosthetics or makeup or something like. But I've heard they look exactly like them. And maybe I'm thinking of a different tribute group. I could be. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe. Um, I don't know. It's, it seems like a pretty niche market. So I don't know how many very authentic Beatles cover bands there are <laughs> or tribute bands. This is the Fab Four, right? Yeah, the Fab Four. And that's at the uh, Coronado this Saturday at 8 p.m. We actually have some audio from one of their albums uh, ready to ready to queue up here. Um, let me just get it out of the CD player here. It's a C. It's old, you know. Oh. Balls, 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 This was before they started doing Beatles stuff, you know. That was one of their big hits. Okay. Okay. Dan has no idea what is going on right now. This was another one of their hits. Right here. They got into a different genre once in a while, you know. Dan's he's a little horrified right now. Uh, this is one of those things that Andrea warned you about. <laughs> yeah, they, they did warn me. Anytime you anytime you talk about a band, I will try and guess what their music sounds like. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> uh, maybe this. Boopy dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. That's probably more accurate. Yeah, yeah. Kanye is a genius. The Beatles were geniuses. This is probably close. Yeah, this has got to be got to be close. <laughs> uh, you'll get used to me, Dan. You will. All right, I have interrupted you. Go ahead. No, no, that's uh, that's the uh, the three highlights. This Dan's this. never coming back. <laughs> That's the uh, three highlights this week, and uh, if you want to know more, go to GoRockford.com, as always, and sign up for our e-blast to get this uh, straight to your inbox. Excellent. And Dan from the Rockford Area Convention Visions Bureau, thank you very much. Sorry about that. And um, we'll talk to you next week, hopefully. <laughs> yes. Hopefully you're coming back. I, I think I'll be back. Excellent. 104.9. What you're observing may well be the beginning of the end. The Morning X. It's 104.9. The Morning X. It is Kev tonight at the Apollo Theater, downtown Belvedere, P.O.D., uh, with some special guests on the phone right now from P.O.D. It's Marcos. Uh, what's up, Marcos? How you doing? Good morning. How you doing? <laughs> Hell yeah. Happy to have you on the phone here. Uh, the guitar player from P.O.D. But if you Google POD members, I swear to God, it says you're the glockenspiel player. <laughs> That's true, though. You I've do, done it. You played it all, man. <laughs> you play the glockenspiel. <laughs> uh, it depends on the song, man. When I'm getting into my like '60s, '70s, Jimi Hendrix kind of vibe going on, little wink. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and that might do you some good if you ever join like a polka band too. Oh, I love polka polka metal, dude. <laughs> that would be fun. I would actually want to hear that happen now, now that we've talked oh. about it. 20-year uh, anniversary of the Satellite album. How fast have those 20 years gone by? You know what? It's like, you you wouldn't, once you think about it, you're like, dang, time flies, right? Yeah. And everyone, you know, everyone says that, but, you know, we're, we're lucky to still be here. Same four members came straight out of a garage, we're the true, like a true American dream, man. Like we start in a garage and, and we're still here and we're able to celebrate with everyone and, and play this record from front to back. 20 years of the same guys, man. Once in a while, you got to be like, let's get away from each other though, right? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, we, we always joke around and say that we're always on, uh, we see our family, we see our, each other more than we see our own family. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but you know what? We're like brothers, dude. We fight like brothers and, Blood, sweat, and tears, man. And we've traveled the earth many times over together. So uh, as you get older, <clears throat> you grow, and it's all about respect, man. 
Yeah, you got you got to have that, and, it, and it's really cool that you guys are able to uh, kind of hold on to that and not let the pressure and the the hard work uh, get to you and split you guys up. Well, dude, I mean, look, every relationship has its ups and downs, mm-hmm. and you know what, dude, we've learned, and it's just not having expectations that uh, you know we we just have re- we have real expectations, like we don't have expectations. But we really just you know have respect and, and want to grow together and learn that. That's awesome. Uh, Satellite, obviously a huge, huge album for you guys. Alive, Youth the Nation, boom. Uh, are you guys playing the full album every night on this tour? We are, man. Um, we're doing it from front to back. Um, and it's been, it's been pretty fun, dude, because a lot of these songs we either never played before live or we haven't played them in over 20 years. So it's got to be it's got to be weird to have to like relearn some of your own stuff. Like what the hell was I thinking when I came up with this riff? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you, you you know exactly what I was thinking there cuz that's, that's <laughs> the damn truth. <laughs> so what was that what was the hardest one for you to pick back up? Oh, uh, I mean, once muscle memory and you can kind of, you know, you kind of get a gauge on what you were thinking back then, it, it just comes back for you. Oh, okay, I would have never did this cuz I wasn't capable or you know I, I didn't have the skill to do that but why would i make it so complex i make i wrote this to be you know all about the vibe and energy and then you start jamming you're like oh this is how i did it and i mean is there like a is there like a record of any of that stuff anywhere like sheet music or tabs that you had written down at one point for the stuff that you never played live well you know what there were a couple songbooks uh tabletry books that came out but every time i tried to go back and, and see what they did i'm like that's not how I play it. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered about that because, you know, I've been a guitar player for like 20 years and I've picked up tab books before and some of it just doesn't seem right when you listen to the track. So I always wondered yeah. if, the, if the artists ever take a look at their own tab books. I I did. And I remember going, okay, you can do it that way, but that's not how I do it. Yeah, right. That's just making it more complex than it really is. Yeah, you making it harder than it has to be, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> So what do you think, uh, you know, what, what do you think the most fun song to revisit is from the Satellite album? Um, I'm, I'm having a good time playing Masterpiece Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, the speed cuts, you know, like, it's cool because you'll, you'll see the people that come out to the gig and they're like, uh, the front half of the record purposely had all the singles on it because back in the day, a CD would be at a listening station. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have headphones, you'd listen to the record, oh man, and that was a selling point. Sure. So that was a strategic thing. The reason why we put all the songs up front, all the all the hits are up front. Like if you listen to Satellite, it's like set it off, it goes into a live uh-huh. boom, and then you see the nation. And you're like, oh, those are all the three bangers right up front. <laughs> so that's kind of been a struggle for us. But when we get into the deep cuts, you know who really listened to the record and who didn't. And right. you'll see it on people's faces, like, oh, there's deer in headlights. Oh, that person gets it. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, and so you're playing the album in order then? Yes. That's yes, great. We are. That's great. Yeah, it's like, uh, I think it was, uh, I want to say it was maybe Queens of the Stone Age who would play, I think no one knows, they'd play that song first, right out of the gate, and then uh, the ones who stuck around after that, they knew their real fans after that. Exactly, man. <laughs> yeah, That's the truth, man. Like, it, we're, we're tapping into our inner Pink Floyd. We're like, let's play this record from beginning to back. That's awesome, man. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to hear it live tonight at the Apollo Theater in downtown Belvedere. You guys playing with From Ashes to New. Have they been with you all along? Yes, they have. Cool group of guys, right? Yeah, they're totally cool, man. And uh, I think uh, the crowd has been enjoying their energy and their vibe. So it's a good fit. And then we have all, all good things. 
before then, so it's pretty cool. They're from LA. That's great. And we're actually playing. Uh, we're we're playing stuff on our station from all three of those bands, and our, our our listeners really excited to see you guys tonight at the Apollo Theater downtown Belvedere's Marcos from POD. Man, I'll see you tonight. Awesome, brother. Hey, we'll see you soon. And what the hell, right now, why don't we give away some spots on the X guest list for that show? Right now, I want you to text Kev, followed by P-O-D, and your full name to 59457. So Kev space, P-O-D space, your full name. And the first three people to get through with that are going to get a spot for you and a friend on the X guest list for that show tonight at the Apollo Theater with P-O-D from Ashes to New All Good Things. And uh, we'll see you out there. It's 104.9 in the morning X. 104.9 in the morning X is Kev. Matt, I feel like it's been a while since you've been down to do my show. I know. Well, you know, I, I got things to do, man. You know? All busy doing your own show. Actually, I was on I was on vacation. Yeah, it took a couple days off there to play with yourself. That's fine. It does take a while. <laughs> As I get older, you, you know that more than anything. You know. Yeah, sure. Uh, rock for misconnections. How about? Sure. Let's dig in. Try to dig in as often as possible into the misconnection section of the Rockford Craigslist to find out who's looking for love. Maybe somebody you met out in public and you forgot to get their information or you were too shy. Always too shy. Yeah, there's a lot of too shy ones here. Let's start with this one. This one says, uh, these are actual posts in the Rockford Craigslist misconnection section, and you can see them from yourself as long as they don't get removed. <laughs> until You mean until they get removed? Sometimes they get removed. It's not often they do, but it has to be like really effed up. Oh, really? I've seen them, and they, I can't read those on the air. The ones to get removed. Yeah. Even, even I can't read them here. Jeez. All right. This one says, looking for a new helper, Freeport area and surrounding. Might be a gig for you, Matt. Let's okay. find out. I like to help. Says, I lost my younger helper to do handyman chores at my home. Looking for someone to replace him that has experience or willing to learn. We'll work together. I'm 59 in good shape. You be under 50. Just That's me. Yeah, you're under 50. Just need good hand and helps with wood projects. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I honestly legit think she's talking about handiwork. Like, I would say so, but in parentheses after that, it says M-M, which means male on male. Ah, oh, jeez. You know, you know, I think uh, this is a job for you, Matt. <laughs> no, no, male on male. Like, they're just asking for help with wood projects here. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I only say I, d- I disagree with you that it was a she. Not that they were actually working on wood projects. It, well, it sounded to me like it was... A woman to start, but that's where my mind went. I should have known it's Craigslist. You need somebody who can nail a good wood. You know what I mean? Someone who can really put it to the wood, I yeah. guess, is what you're saying. Someone who respects wood. Yeah. Somebody who knows wood and knows how to treat it. Right. Somebody who won't jerk the wood around too hard. Right. You know? You don't want to splinter the wood. No. You just you want to make sure that uh, your wood is finely, you know finely sanded. Well, you have some time You have some time to think about it, Matt, because the post ends not in a hurry to find someone. Okay, well. You're not in a hurry, I'll I guess. Think, I'll think about it. <laughs> Give Matt some time. This one says, Saturday, you looked at me three times. This is out of Rockford. Oh. <laughs> it had just finished raining. You kept looking back at me. I have no idea who you are, but I'd love to get to know you. If this was you, where were we? I'm male. You're female. She's not. She wasn't looking. She was wondering <laughs> why you were staring at her, dude. Right. I need a lot more information. About this, by the way, not just you looked at me three times, because there are people that I see in public and I look at them a few times. It doesn't mean that I'm into them. Yeah, I feel like people are staring at me at all times. That's my anxiety, though. 
<laughs> right. At any time I hear somebody giggling, everyone, it's about me. It's about me. Right. Yeah. Everybody's against me. They're all looking at me. They're laughing at my stupid shirt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially when it's like a group of girls and they giggle. I'm like, oh, uh, God, I cannot me. walk past a large group of women if, without my self-confidence just being torn to shreds. <laughs> even though they don't even notice me because I'm invisible to most women. The, I, in my head, there's a whole different conversation going that's on. That's the can-do, Matt. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of posts in here that you should just answer, Matt. I feel like if you're having that much trouble, you should just answer something of these. But I need more information here. Like, what was what was I wearing? If you saw me that many times looking at you, tell me, like, oh, you were wearing a green shirt, You were, we were at Subway, and you know, or whatever, wherever it is you were. He's saying she kept looking at him. Yeah. Maybe she was wondering what is, the, why is this guy staring at me? <laughs> yeah. That's probably what she was thinking. Maybe he is like a, a weirdo. Maybe he has like filed down sharp teeth and uh, mm-hmm. he's got like a tattoo of the devil on his face. And that, that sounds more like it. I would keep looking at that guy, but not for good reasons, you know? No, look away. <laughs> look away, ma'am. Uh, this one says, posting for a friend. Joe, you out there? Okay. Hey, Joe. You used to work at Wally's in Hardware and Plumbing at Belvedere. We never finished the job. Let's complete the job. I like it. Let's see. Let's vote. Dirty or not? That's definitely dirty, and I hope they do it in the (laughs) Wally's in Belvedere. At Wally's? Yep. Is Wally's, is it short for Walmart? I think so. Is it? Okay. Now, where was the job? Was the job started there? It, perhaps it was, and it, it perhaps be... it carried over into their private residence. Oh, I see. Oh, I, Joe, I, Again, on. they were just woodworking. Of course, of course. It's all about good wood management. All right, and finally, Craigslist. this one says, Matt, well, I don't the know. North End. It says, Matt, this is your life. You were in your 60s, went to St. Pete's, played drums, did photography. You're a junior. Worked on aviation and music with keys in the family. Old friend trying to find you. Remember way back when you and quote-unquote Jack crashed my bike at Painting Co.? That's a lot to swallow right there. Now, this one definitely is not sexual, I don't think. This is just a guy looking for another guy. Looking for Matt. This is you. It's not me. He says he's 60. I don't even. I'm not close to that. I don't know what you're into, Matt. I don't know if you dress up like an old guy to go out and scam for chicks or whatever. Um, What I do in my own personal time, Kev, is none of your business. I understand that, but this is somebody who is looking for you. Hmm. Now, do you play drums? Uh, I don't play drums. I play a little guitar. I could learn the drums. You never, you never hit the skins. No. <laughs> well, what, what do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> you, you never slap the skins, Matt. I, I slap it to skin. You use wood sticks to slap the skin. You sure do. Yeah. Uh huh. I knew that about you. Mm-hmm. Matt also plays a killer skin flute. If you're looking to start a band, I've heard this about him. I'm pretty good at. It. Why do you think I had so much time off lately? I was, <laughs> was busy working at, working at my craft. He plays the prickolo. <laughs> <laughs> You just come up with that one. I that just was, did, that was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, thanks. And it says you worked in aviation. You you fly planes, Matt? No, I get airsick, so that's definitely not me. All right. Well, Matt's a, Matt Matt's gets airsick, so this is obviously somebody else. I hope they find this, Matt, and I hope that they uh, all the woodworkers find the woodworkers that they need. Uh, that's the point of Rockford Misconnections. It's all about finding that person you missed out on. We're here. You, you never know. We're here to help, Matt. Especially, you just need to start posting, Matt. That's all. When sure. are you going to be the star of Misconnections? <laughs> next next time. All right, good. It's the Morning X This Week, powered by Expert Electronics.